Oh, okay. <laughs> You're listening, listening to Hold That Thought from Arts and Sciences at Washington University in St. Louis. Hello, and thanks for listening to Hold That Thought. If you've tuned in at all to the news recently, you know that economics, globalization, and elections are all hot topics right now. In a recent paper, political scientist Margaret Tavitz and graduate student Dalston Ward from Washington University in St. Louis brought all of these topics together. For the paper, Tavitz and a group of graduate students looked at a big question. They wanted to know, in elections around the world, why do political parties focus on certain issues more than others? More specifically, they wanted to know why parties choose to primarily focus on the economy or why they don't. Here's Dr. Tavitz. We are accustomed to thinking that economic issues are the most important issues in elections, that parties mostly compete on economic left and right, on issues uh, such as, you know, do you prefer more or less redistribution, more or less state intervention in the economy? But then if you look across European countries and different parties in European elections, they don't always compete on economy. Sometimes parties choose to focus their campaigns more on things like immigration, or the environment, or regional autonomy, or a huge range of other non-economic issues. But why? One possible explanation related to globalization. I think we're interested in how globalization and the changing structure of the economy has altered the way the economy is talked about in elections, because it's such a central issue. That was Dalston Ward. By globalization, Tavitz and Ward are talking about economic integration, when, by choosing to cooperate more with other countries in areas like business and trade, individual governments give up some of their power to create their own distinct economic policies. One big example of this happening is in the European Union. European integration would be a special or intense case of globalization or economic integration where uh, member states have given, specifically given up some power to make economic policy, monetary policy at home. So let's say it's election time in a country in the EU. Typically, parties might battle it out over economic issues. But once they're part of the EU, the game changes somewhat. Parties are interested in making credible promises to voters. When they say, we're going to do something, they want to actually be able to do it. And because they there's sort of less things they can credibly promise to do economically in a very globalized environment, uh, there's just less incentive for them to campaign on these issues. Instead, parties spend more time focusing on non-economic issues. And in many ways, this trend changes the entire political landscape. In addition to existing parties changing their message, uh, new parties are emerging and uh, primarily competing on non-economic issues as well. In some cases, these non-economic views are quite extreme. For example, in Europe, some radical right-wing parties that focus on things like nationalism or being anti-immigration are gaining popularity. But the general trend isn't confined to new parties or conservative parties or really any type of party. It's happening all over the place. We really do find that this is a general phenomenon. It doesn't depend on the size of the party or whether the party is in government or, or, or um, in opposition. Um, we also find, yes, that the party ideology doesn't matter. This seems to be a phenomenon that uh, 
that happens across the ideological spectrum. And, and it's not only just left and right, but it's also advanced democracies and newer democracies. So we see uh, strong ethnic parties are, you know, a feature of a lot of Eastern European countries, like in uh, Slovakia, one of the main parties is a Hungarian minority party, for example. Tavitz and Ward are able to make statements like this because for the paper, they and their co-authors looked at a lot of data. They examined 49 countries in all. So we looked at a really broad, um, cross-national data set. So we have observations going back all the way to 1961, and our most recent observations are 2010. So that's really necessary to get this variation in globalization. Now, it seems possible that there could be other explanations for this phenomenon. Maybe Tavitz and Ward simply witnessed a global cultural trend, and things like social issues are becoming more important to voters over time, and economic issues are becoming less important. To test against this possibility, they looked closely at the EU in 2004. That year, 10 new countries joined. If their theory was right, these newly admitted countries, places like Poland, Latvia, and Estonia, would experience rapid changes in the way their parties approached elections. So, Ward and his co-authors examined eight of these 10 countries for clues. And when we do our analysis, we do see a dramatic jump. Um, Compared to the comparison group, our countries, eight countries that joined, actually do show the trend that that corresponds to our theoretical expectation that if integration matters, parties in these countries should pay much more attention to non-economic issues than parties in countries that never joined the EU. So that's sort of our uh, sort of more uh, conclusive test that it's the result of integration and not just some general slow-moving trend over time that causes parties to pay attention to non-economic issues more than in the past. We mentioned earlier that data for this study came from nearly 50 countries across many years. But it seems like it would be really difficult to figure out what exact issues a political party focuses on, at least in any systematic way that you can compare one country in one year against another country in another year. Luckily, heading into elections, many parties are actually really straightforward about their views and what they want voters to know. In fact, they write it all down. The way political scientists do this, especially for European parties, is they look at their manifestos, which are sort of written documents that parties release at the start of the campaign that really outlines the party's positions and what they'll do if elected. And so um, political scientists have coded all of the sentences in these manifestos and then said, okay, this sentence corresponds to this issue. And so we use these codings. um, And what we find is that basically for a 100-page manifesto that in a highly globalized environment, there's going to be almost 10 pages less dedicated to economic issues. As you can imagine, you can fit a lot into 10 pages of text. And on average, countries that are highly integrated into the global economy spend 10 fewer pages talking about economics and instead devote those pages to other issues. So, uh, and that's not to say that economic issues disappear entirely. They're still a crucial part, but they're just a much less crucial part than they were beforehand.
Thank you so much to Dalston Ward and Margaret Tavitz for joining Hold That Thought. For many more ideas to explore, please visit us online at holdthatthought.wustl.edu. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, PRX, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening.